Captain speaking. We're making our final descent, but before we land, I would like to extend our warmest gratitude to all those who have chosen to fly with us this evening, and a hearty invitation to fly with us again in the future. That is, unless, of course, you are one of the undead, a revenant, strigoi, nosferatu, or any other blood-sucking fiend hell-bent on draining the life essence out of me or my co-pilot here. If that's the case, you are most specifically not invited. Let me just assure you, here in the cockpit, we are ass-deep in garlic and holy water. And if you think we don't know how to stake a vamp, well, let's just say this isn't our first rodeo. Your move track. Have a nice flight. Welcome to Piloting the Pilots, the podcast where two ambivalent TV viewers watch television pilots and let you know which shows soar to the highest heights of the small screen or crash and burn. My name, as always, is Aaron, and with me is my husband, Cameron. How are you doing today? Unprompted asking of your well-being. I'm ready for a drac attack. He puts the cue in Dracula. <laughs> that was not good. No. That wasn't a oh, good one. But there's a lot of not good ones in this episode. Oh, okay. So, and I will be discussing that. This episode really uh, wore on me, apparently. Well, well tell <laughs> it was long. It was It long. was too long. It, yes, for a first episode, an hour and a half. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, it's tell, really long. Let's tell me what we watched first before we start complaining. Well, about the I length. think they know what we watched because we've said Dracula like ten times. If you say it ten more times, he comes into the room <laughs> with you. He's a candy man like that, but he requires persistence. Oh wow, he's lazy, huh? <laughs> yeah. okay. You have to invite him in. Oh my gosh, we got to talk about inviting him in. We've... I have thoughts. <laughs> that ending. <laughs> that ending. I have okay some thoughts. Okay, we watched Dracula. Uh, a Netflix. Netflix original show. Yep. It was written by Stephen Moffat and Mark Gaddis of Doctor Who and Sherlock. Yeah, I thought I knew Stephen Moffat from so, Doctor Who. So when Agatha says, I have a, a, yeah. a detective friend in London, and you're like, Sherlock Holmes, and I was like, wait till the podcast. <laughs> it really is a reference to Sherlock Holmes in London. Really? Yeah. Oh. Cool. And it would have been, I mean, like the traditional Sherlock Holmes, mm-hmm. not the Benedict Cumberbatch yeah. version. Nice. So. So, yeah, so, cool. and like I would say, if you are a fan of Doctor Who and Sherlock Holmes, it mm-hmm. has a lot of the same yes. stuff. Yes, involved. it does, because as I was watching it, I was thinking about Sherlock Holmes and I was also thinking about Doctor Who. And I had no idea they were related to the show when I was watching it. Well, but I was like, you know what I'd like to watch again? That episode of Doctor Who with the ninjas and the werewolves. <laughs> right. Well, that was the one that really so, got us into Doctor Who, yes, too, like the yes. new version of Doctor mm-hmm. Who. Well, a little bit of trivia I actually have regarding Doctor Who. There is a Doctor Who Easter egg as well, not ah. just a Sherlock Holmes one. In Mina's letter to Jonathan, she mentions an adorable barmaid from the Rose and Crown. Hmm. Clara Oswin Oswald worked at the Rose and Crown in Doctor Who's The Snowmen, which is set in the Victorian era and written by Stephen Moffat. Cool. So she is okay. literally talking about Clara from Doctor Who there. Nifty. So that's kind of cool. That's fun. Clara's not one of my that's favorite fun. companions, but that's okay. Me either, but that's up for debate. But whatever. <laughs> oh, so we should discuss our expectations. Well, let's... let's oh, do you want to do expectations first? No, I guess we can wait. Why don't we do a starring? Okay. Well, first we'll give the synopsis of Dracul. Dracul. <laughs> Dracula. <laughs> if anyone doesn't already know. He is a werewolf. He's a weirdo. <laughs> okay. In 1897 Transylvania, the blood-drinking count draws his plans against Victorian London. And there's actually a tagline associated with this one. Okay. Which is, the legend gets some fresh blood. What? (laughs) I don't know. What? That's the dumbest tagline (laughs) ever. And that synopsis doesn't even make sense. (laughs) Not Not in this episode anyway. No, definitely not. And I think I chose it specifically for this episode. Uh, It stars, I have no idea how to say any of these names, I'm going to say Klaus Bang. Okay. Or Clay's Bang. He plays the titular Dracula. Okay. We have Dolly Wells as Sister Agatha. She did great. We have Morfid Clark as Mina Harker, who will incidentally be playing Galadriel huh. in the Lord of the Rings series. Coming I can't up wait on to watch that. Yeah, that's going to be fun, and we're definitely going to do yeah. this for oh, the show. Yeah, oh, for sure. And then for this episode, we also had John Heffernan. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> as Jonathan Harker. So you didn't have to remember a new name. That's always nice for an actor, I feel like. <laughs> uh, it was released January 4th, 2020. The number one song in America was All I Want for Christmas <laughs> is You. Really? By Mariah Carey. It was a little after the Christmas rush. So okay. I guess it was like, so everybody on Christmas Day was like, gotta get Mariah Carey. Who doesn't own that song already? Everybody owns that Everybody, song. even if you hate Mariah Carey. You own that you song. You own that song. Everybody owns and that song. And the number one movie was a little indie film called Star Wars Rise of the Skywalker. Okay, so this is all taking place. We've got Mariah Carey and Force users up against a vampire. Up against a vampire. Mm. He's got a... I think Mariah Carey's going to win. <laughs> I hands down. I would not doubt it. So what were your... What, what did you expect walking into this show mm-hmm. not knowing... No, this is a mini-series apparently. Okay. Oh, it's not an actual season? Well, I don't know because on IMDb it says 2020... Yeah. To whenever, question mark, question mark, question mark. Okay. And Sherlock Holmes does very short seasons, too. Very, like, right. three episode yeah. seasons. So, I don't really know. I mean, it's billed as a miniseries, but okay. it could be, like, you know, the last season of X-Files was billed as a miniseries. That one that they did with, like, ten episodes, mm-hmm. like, a couple years ago. Okay. So, who knows? Maybe if enough people watch it, you know, <laughs> we'll get more. Okay. Maybe right. if enough people watch it because of our podcast, it'll get a second season. Let's hope. Let's not. Maybe. All right. So my expectations. <laughs> hmm. Going in, I've read the book Dracula. Right. I have lots of history on Dracula. Right. Because it, he's a part of culture. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's just always been around. Right. So there are certain things I expect. Three when things. When dealing with Dracula. Three things. There are... Well, a few more than that. But the top three things are boobs. Boobs? Because he has to have, right? like, ten brides. Okay. We should do, okay. We, we should do this, like, um, either the the dating game okay. where you have to, like, guess, like, the three things. Okay. Uh, or, like, uh, was it the family pyramid? The, the Oh, yeah. Like, what is associated yeah. with Dracula? <laughs> the number one pick? Okay, yeah, so far, okay. boobs. 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 Okay, okay we win. One. We're winning so far. Okay, okay. one. Okay. Wolves. Oh. Oh, you didn't get wolves? No. Okay, okay, then my next. Bats. Bats. Yeah, we yeah. got bats. Woo! We got bats. I had boob, blood, and bats. I well, I, was, I wasn't done yet. I said lots of gory blood and blood trickling down the mouth. There's always that trickle of blood down the mouth. Yeah. Well, you can't, like you can't say wolves because it screws up the whole scheme of it. <sighs> Boobs, blood, bats. Wolves. Wolves. <laughs> <laughs> Balto. You could have said Balto. I could have said Balto. But, <laughs> but Balto's not really a wolf. But of those three things, we're not counting wolves. <laughs> okay, wolves are in there. There's wolves. I was expecting to see no more and no less than 13 boobs. 13 boobs? Mm-hmm. Like maybe just like a side Yeah, just, maybe just like a side one. There has to be an odd number of boobs. How were your expectations met with the boob situation? There were zero boobs. There was more butt than boobs. There was more butt than boobs. I've, I didn't really expect to see butt. I wasn't expecting to see butt. And, and I loved it. It was great. And I don't think those nuns <laughs> were expecting to see Dracula's. All that package there. <laughs> that was balls. great. That was a great scene. I loved it. But yeah, there was no boobs. No not, boobs. N- nary a boob. Nary a boob. Not even one. But there was plenty of blood and plenty of bats. Yeah, so, plenty. So, and a new thing, flies. flies. And you know what? I was really thankful for the flies because there's blood everywhere associated right. with Dracula. And death and corpses. Why wouldn't there be flies everywhere? Flies are the new boob. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Give me back the old boobs, please. I don't want the new boobs. No, but I agree with you. I think the flies... I really realized how gross they are yeah. in this episode, and yeah. they really did a good job of showing Except that. for that very first scene of the fly that, like, gets so close to his eyeball you can see its face. Right. I was like, this is stupid. <laughs> right. I don't think this scene is necessary. What, what, what about, oh, oh, you mean the very first? The very first one where it gets really close to the camera and you can see it, but in the scene where the fly disappears into his eyeball, that, that was, was gross. Creepy, and that was gross. That was perfect. I loved it. So... Because they were so popular last week. We're back with facts. Except it's not about Tut. It's about vampires. Vamp facts. Vamp facts. I was going to do drag facts because that sounds better. Yeah, but I feel like everyone knows everything there is to know about Dracula, really. 
Well, so I tried to pick some some facts about vampires. It, when people know a lot about vampires too, yeah. tried to pick some things that I thought were a little bit more interesting about vampires that maybe okay. people don't know. Oh, okay. Well, then you can just quote Bella. Then they're sparkly. They're sparkly. They're cold. There was not any sparkly vampires. There in were this. no sparkly vampires. I was I need kind my, of disappointed. I need my revisionist vampires <laughs> <laughs> that are made of stone, apparently. Diamonds of sorts. Weird. Like it's quartz. like okay. Like okay, quartz. so they're like cursed demons that are like I get to live forever, and my life I don't suffer, and I'm made of diamonds, and I'm super rich. I think their curse is pretty good. It's pretty awesome. Well, Drac tries to curse some nuns. Tries to yeah, them. except what I loved about this episode mm. was that they made him gross and definitely evil. Yeah, he was clearly evil. I love that. Evil. Too many vampires these days are romanticized into being good guys. Okay. Yeah, exactly. They're cursed and they're demons. They're not good guys. Yeah, exactly. They're like literal demons. Yeah. So I, I really appreciated going back to the O-Ridge. Great. Yeah. Okay. All right, here's some vamp facts. Vamp facts. Vampires are in like every culture. Yeah. Except for what I read, Jewish culture doesn't oh, really yeah. have that. Good for but, them. But then they had a kind of. <laughs> so. <laughs> okay. So it's pretty much everywhere, but I guess. There's uh, always somebody going to be. In Judaism, it's on a you. little bit less. Okay. So. But originally in lore, they were bloated uh-huh. and dark rather than pale and gaunt. Weird. And the stakes were actually to reduce the bloat Ew. in their body. Which I kind of like how gross. I wish people bring back really gross vampires Blech. again. Oh, you don't like that? I'm not sure I like gross vampires. You don't like gross vampires? I like bloated, them. like letting I like the methane them evil. out? I like them evil. What I prefer when it comes to vampires is the vampire hunter. Right. That's more my thing. Right. I like seeing the hunter kill that vampire. Or Huntress in this episode's case. Yeah, sure. She was the by far the best part of the episode. We'll get to it. But uh, for sure. <laughs> but I fell in love immediately. Our modern view of vampires began in 1819 with a work called The Vampire by poet John Polidori. Mm-hmm. And one of the ways that we, they discovered vampires. So that's like our modern view. Up until then, they were just like gross demons. Right, that would feast on you. Yeah, and then they became more kind of sexy. To discover vampires, I really like this. One would lead a virgin boy (laughs) on a virgin stallion. How do you know the stallion's a virgin? You keep an eye on that. No, you don't. (laughs) Not unless you're breeding specific horses. Virgin boy. Okay. Virgin, which I, it's interesting. It's a virgin boy rather yeah, than it's usually a virgin. Yeah, usually it's a virgin girl. girl. Yeah. Um, a virgin stallion through a graveyard, and if the horse balked, <laughs> that was considered to be a grave of a vampire. And then you dig it up, and you do what you do with the vampire, which is different. Uh, for okay. Everybody. Horses are easily spooked. Mm-hmm. I know this from experience. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> just walking on a grave is not going to be a great test for a horse. I just can't. I can't. can't. <laughs> like, that I is the like, dumbest thing. I feel like also for like that boy would be like, ah, there goes Jimmy the Virgin. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of do want it to be the girl because then as a girl, you're like, yeah, I'm a virgin. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I am. Hell yeah. All of these bitches are vampires in here. <laughs> <laughs> All of them are vampires. <laughs> Aside from the normal signs of vampiric presence, which would include like deaths of cattle, people. No, sickness. those are aliens. Deaths of cattle are aliens. <laughs> vampires don't eat cows unless they're vegetarian, they're... sparkly vampires. <laughs> <laughs> aliens don't exist. Vampires maybe do. <laughs> uh, fo- folkloric vampires also made their presence by being minor poltergeists and would throw stones at you or lay on your body while you slept. Okay, the laying on the body while you sleep is creepy as shit, but the throwing rocks is stupid. (laughs) Vampires seem more annoying than anything. (laughs) Who's throwing pebbles at my window? Cut it out. Trying to to sleep, sleep. Drac. (laughs) Go away. Go lay on somebody else. Um, The type of wood used for stakes varied by region, which kind of tells you it doesn't work. Yeah. (laughs) Um, It was ash Mm -hmm. in Russia, hawthorn in Serbia, oak in Silesia, which is Poland, Germany, Czech Republic. And also aspen was used because it was believed to be the wood from the crucifixion. Ah, right. Uh, and then again, stakes were used to deflate the bloated, gross vampire. <laughs> I just see him as like, if you know X-Men comics, like <laughs> Mojo, yeah. just this yeah. big fat blob. <laughs> That's your vampire. <laughs> it's like, there's Edward Cullen for you. Like, Jabba the Hutt comes <laughs> squirming in. <laughs> he's like, he's the perfect definition of a vampire. Here's a little science for you. Oh, science. In 2006, 
a University of Central Florida professor, devoted some time to write a paper <laughs> arguing that it was mathematically impossible uh-huh. for vampires to exist based on geometric progression. Right. According to the paper, if the first vampire had appeared in, on the 1st of January, 1600, and it fed once a month, which is less often than what is actually depicted in films and folklore, and every victim turned into a vampire, uh-huh. then within two and a half years, the entire human population <laughs> would have become vampires. Well, according... And that's how they feel about uh, zombies, too. Right. Well, according to this episode, though, he kills what he feeds on. Yeah. So, uh, well, well, I guess you'd either be dead or a vampire, though, is what they're saying. Oh, well, okay. No. I guess... Uh, well, not that, really. Yeah, if you're, you're smart about it, if you yeah. cultivate... <laughs> You might be okay because he's all like old and decrepit at the right. beginning, and he needs that fresh English blood to get right, kind right. of young again. Yeah, old. because he says he gets cultured. He gets cultured. Hey, Johnny, Johnny uh, Blue Eyes. As he says, it's a new flavor. It's a new flavor. <laughs> I meant character. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. He had so many disturbing uses of words. Well, then basically, I feel like this professor who wasted his time at the University yeah. of Central Florida is wrong because you can't. <laughs> You can cultivate that. You can, like, yeah. you could, you herd your, your cattle. Yeah. You know, like. We don't all just eat cows. Yeah. And nobody said they have to eat. It, yeah. The movies don't know. The movies don't know. <laughs> he, could, he feeds on Jonathan Harker for, like, two months. Y- yes, he does. He does. Yeah. yeah. He, and he shares him with his brides. Sort of. <laughs> Not really. I don't really understand his brides in this. Okay. Here's the problem I have with the brides. He like, wants to reproduce. But then he wants Jonathan to also be a bride. And I'm yes. like, well, that's not going to work. I was work. like, you know, that's that's never going to happen, right? That's really, that's a really sweet, I it, like, if you. I love the fact. He loved Jonathan and yeah. wanted him to be with him. And yeah. he was like, we could be so, di- we could be like a power couple. Yeah. But it's like, but you want brides to have babies. <laughs> and he can't give you babies. He can't give you babies. <laughs> That's not how it works. No, I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> but, like, right. I did like that. I did, too. And uh, the continuing, speaking of sex, uh-huh. the continuing popularity of the vampire theme has been ascribed to a combination of two factors. Mm-hmm. It's representation of sexuality mm-hmm. and the perennial dread of mortality. Well, that's what Twilight was all about. Yeah, was exactly. being a virgin and staying one. Yes. <laughs> Until you're married. It's abstinence porn, as they call it. It is abstinence porn. <laughs> yes, very much so. So, okay, let's get into the meat uh, and potatoes of it. Mm-hmm. What did you, did you like it, first of all? Should we go there, um, or should I tell you what did you like about it and what did you not like about it? Uh, I'm not really sure. I'm still on the fence about this. Okay. Because there are so many scenes where I was like, this is so stupid. Stupid. This is so absurd. The, like, kind of gory scenes of, like, a demon baby. <laughs> yeah, take a drink. There's a demon baby. Demon baby. With the Witcher Returns. Yeah. Hey, Netflix. Hey, oh, would you have a crossover? Would you have a crossover with the Witcher coming in to kill Dracula? I would so be there for that. I, I would watch that. Yeah. I, I would yeah. definitely And then I would that. probably enjoy the Witcher more. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I like the vampire hunter, not the vampire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that when they focused on the tone, mm-hmm. when they focused on practical effects. Yeah. I thought it had a really good, creepy air about it. Yes. They yes. did a really good job. But when it went straight up CG monsters, yeah. like when he found the room of... Uh, of the undead people. Of undead mm-hmm. people, it was like, okay, this isn't even scary anymore. Yeah, this I was is like, stupid. this is stupid. And again, this is an hour and a half long, mm-hmm. and it just felt long. There was a moment near the end where you were like, end here, end here. And it was like, yeah. yes, if you ended here, it was perfect. Mm-hmm. And I think it went on for another like 20 minutes. It did. It did. So, it kind we had of to like, end with a really dumb scene of, of rules that no longer make sense. We, the entire okay, the episode is called "The Rules of the Beast." Right. So this is going to be how the vampire actually functions. Yeah, yeah. What are the actual rules? And here? And, and you can tell. Do they sparkle it, in the sun? Well, no, they no. don't. They burn up into dust and die. Traditional, but like you said, like it was giving us regular Dracula vampire mm-hmm. rules. And then subverting it, but they haven't told us how they're subverting it yet. Exactly. So go ahead. So what were you specific? We were going to talk about invitations. Um. Yes, but I maybe we should get to the invitations at the end because the primary use of the invitation as a rule really gets messed up on the very last scene, and it doesn't make any oh, kind of no, sense. No, no, no. I, I think that it, rule I think completely me- breaks. I think it gets messed up earlier than that. Even okay, I, I so already you think had a problem. Harker shouldn't have been the one to invite he's because he doesn't la- live there. A, he's not a he's a guest. He's B, not he's a nun. A, B, he at this point, spoiler alert, he's a vampire. Right. And he's dead. Yeah. So I don't okay. think you can, you can't just have, 
if you, I had a vampire in my house already, that vampire can't invite other vampires into my house. That's true. That's true. That's bull crap. He's not alive yeah. and he's not, he doesn't own it and he doesn't live here. Yeah. I think only Well, then who, the same could be argued as Sister Agatha doesn't actually live there either. No, she does though because she has her whole little, she's an actual She's nun. only been there for a month. She still lives there. Mm-hmm. She has. She's lived there long enough to I have think, her little like. Uh, I think you're picking straws here. Demonology or whatever she's got going <laughs> she's on. She's got her horde of demon hunters, which <laughs> yeah. was great. Which was good. But well, yeah, and I, by the way, I love Sister Agatha so much. Hands down, I would watch it just for her. Basically, they've turned Abraham Van Helsing into a woman yeah. named Agatha Van Helsing, who mm-hmm. is kind of, she's a nun, but not a believer nun, right? Really, so. She's kind of just there because she's like, I got nowhere else to go. I'm right. a smart, intelligent woman mm-hmm. who's not married. Yeah. Where else am I going to go? Yeah. So she ends up being a nun, but she's not really into like the whole nunliness. Yeah, the whole God thing, as yeah. she says. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the whole God thing. So, yeah. So the, <laughs> sort of important if you want to be a nun. But you're right. The whole episode is about these rules. We find yeah. out like reflections are no yeah. go. And that he can relive memories through blood drinking. Which I thought was kind of cool. And through even smelling blood. Yes. So I thought that was interesting. And the turn of that is mm-hmm. it also makes you forget. So yes. if you've been fed on by a vampire, mm-hmm. you start to forget the things that... That made you like, who you are. That makes you who you are. Yeah. So, which I think is a kind of just an overall natural trap for yes. prey mm-hmm. that you forget to flee. You forget yes. what you're running from. As he says, his strengths are that he's enfeebled and trapped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But he, it kind of worked for him. Yeah, you know? did, yeah. Like he's enfeebled and trapped and he was able to. <laughs> so therefore he wasn't a threat to Dracula and he was able to spin the tables a bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What I did like about this too is Jonathan Harker in most Dracula cinema mm-hmm. or media or whatever, he's never an interesting character. No, that's so he's, true. He's the catalyst that starts the story. Mm-hmm. He's basically a walking Zillow.com. He's <laughs> yeah. going to Transylvania to help Drac buy a house. In England. In, in England. Yeah. And then he gets fed on for a while. Mm-hmm. And in most most cases, not this one, sorry, again, spoiler alert, <laughs> he survives. But like right. once he gets back to England, he's no longer really interesting there's like other characters that uh mm-hmm. i and I, I don't remember i think the dr seward or something is one okay there's a bunch of other dudes that like become the kind of central focus yes uh, like they're the more action guys and then of course mina mm-hmm. because she becomes the fixation of dracula yeah but the things i didn't like about dracula and the things that uh, a lot of the writing was a bit hokey for me okay you have i do not drink Wine. Right. And then you have, there is no one living here. (laughs) (laughs) And then, you do look rather drained. Yeah. And it was just sort of that sort of hokey kind of writing. I was like, seriously, guys, you're taking me way out here. Yeah, it was like he was like looking at the camera every time and kind of winking at And then being like, you you hear the drum in the background. Yeah, exactly. So so it was kind of annoying because I I did like the overall tone of it. Right. And the fact that I hate vampires tells you, you know, was already coming into this sort of negative. Right, right. I didn't think it was going to be very good. Both of us kind of were like, Ugh, I can't yeah. believe we have to watch Dracula. What a mistake yeah. it was to pick <laughs> that one. It's like not vampires, anything but vampires. Right. But it, this was actually pretty good mm-hmm. until those stupid hokey moments. Right. Some of the, the stupid special effects that were from really it was, the 1980s. If that. I mean, like, I would say, I would, I'll give it the benefit of the doubt and say, like, early aughts. Okay. But, like, those look not great. No, they you didn't. You know, and, and like, So I'm not sure how this was supposed to be hokey and scary. I was having a really hard time figuring it out. Well, and like what you said about hokey, not just like those kind of lines, like Mm -hmm. they're the wink at the camera kind of lines. Yeah. Then you also have him saying stuff like, I should have spared Mozart. Like, he's the reason why Mozart died. And it's like, all right. I mean, like, (sighs) this is not working as well as you think it is. It's not as charming as you think it is. Right. But when it leans into... Agatha's humor, on the other hand. Oh, yes. Who has a very, she nails her lines. She is amazing. She really is. And when they do more of the simple special effects, mm-hmm. like he, at one point they're speaking to him and an eye lands on his a face. A fly lands on his a, face. Yeah, yeah. Fly, what did I say? He said an eye. Yeah, an eye <laughs> lands on his face. That'd be gross. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a fly lands on his face 
And then, like, which is already gross enough because he's not responding to it. Yeah, he's not responding to the fly crawling all over his face. Onto his eyeball. And then it goes inside his eye, and you can actually you see, see it, it pass. like pass in the whites of his eye. Those things were cool. There yeah. is the whole idea of Dracula's castle being this, like, M.C. Escher esque mystery. Yes, that house. was fun. I liked that and a lot. And he was trying, he had got a, a warning from someone he doesn't know who, who's mm-hmm. asking for help. Mm-hmm. He's trying to find this person when Dracula's away, yeah. you know, asleep or whatever. And he's trying to find his way through that castle and they would show like shadows or, or himself yeah. behind himself and it made it all very yeah. cool and very disorientating, mm-hmm. which was cool and it's all done practically. And yes. it was... And it was all about tone. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, then they show... Like demon babies. Demon babies smiling at you. And yeah, and I was like, like okay, okay what, is this, what is this garbage? Yeah, what is this garbage? But I did like... There is a part in it that I did like where... Okay, so basically the framing of the show is Jonathan Harker is looking rough as hell. Yeah. <laughs> He's ended up in this convent. Mm-hmm. He has this nun, Sister Agatha, who's mm-hmm. asking him questions and then there's this other woman. Yeah, a chaperone. A cha- she calls because her they chaperone. can't leave Sister Agatha alone with men. Yeah. <laughs> She's too tempted. <laughs> She's too tempted. Oh, not even by men, by by women too. She, yeah, she even yeah. uh, makes a She's joke. She's like, some of the way. dreams I've had about but, Sister Rosa, I can't even look at her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so he's, he's in this situation and he's written this whole like book. He's basically yes. written Dracula the novel. Yeah. About his experience there, and they're trying to get more information from mm-hmm. him. What are what are vampires? What is what is Dracula? Blah 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 blah. Yeah. And there's one point where she's like, "Well, Dracula tells him there's no map of his castle. This is completely yeah." Uh, and he's like, "But there is a map." And Agatha says, "But you said he said there wasn't a map." Yeah. And he's like, "No, but I did tell you." Yeah. And he's like. I figured it out because I'm slow in plotting. Yeah. Clever people don't figure it out because they're always thinking. Yeah, they're not listening. And I was like, well, that's nice of the show to call us all clever because I didn't catch it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I didn't catch it at I'm all like, either. I'm like, and I'm, I was like, yes, I'm clever. <laughs> I'm so clever, I didn't figure out your mystery. I'm like, so on the one hand, I'm like, oh, I'm flattered. On the I'm other in, hand, I'm like, I'm, I'm insulted. insulted that I didn't <laughs> yeah. figure this out. Yeah. And I don't. Well, and I, I wrote that down too. I was like, some parts are really clever, like the map idea. Yeah. So we were thinking the same thing. Yeah. That, like, that was a really clever thing to do to the audience. Right, right. And there was a lot of that going on here, but there was also all of that hideous demon baby crap. Demon baby. And, like, the brides and the undead, and they were so hokey. And, like, you know my history with, like, violence towards children. Yes. This didn't even affect me because it looked so stupid. It was comical. Yes. They had like the baby's like silhouette come up like yeah. at one point and I just started laughing because I'm yeah. like this is ridiculous. I was like this is insane. <laughs> but and then I should say about his book he's like I wrote it all in my, my book that I wrote yeah. and she starts reading it and it becomes like The Shining where yeah. all he wrote is like Dracula's God, Dracula's my master, yeah. Johnny Blue Eyes loves Drac Drac, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Jonathan Dracula, <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Billy Dracula. Because is Dracula his first name or his last name? His last. He's Count Dracula. Count's not his first name, though. Well, actually, technically, he's not Dracula. He just is the Count of Castle Dracula. Oh, uh, so what's so his name? So his name could be anything. It could be Rob Murray. Vlad Impaler. It could be. It could be that, yeah. <laughs> because I know in certain aristocracies, you're named after the castle that you look after. Right. So so your name changes, which is why you end up having like 10 different names for any sort of royalty. Right. Okay. Based, oh, based oh, okay. on what holdings you have. Okay. So, no, so it is his last name, though. It could because, be, like, but it could maybe not be. If he inherited that castle from somebody else named Dracula, he could be anybody. Because isn't it Charles Windsor now? Isn't that what, like, officially his last name is or something maybe. like that? Maybe the, maybe the rules have changed since then. Okay, okay, okay. But I know it's complicated and that he may not actually be named Dracula. <laughs> okay. He's just Count Dracula because he is the Count of Castle Dracula. He's, he's Johnny Blue Eyes now. Yeah, there you go. Essentially. But, yeah, I think overall, it, it's such a hard, it's maybe one of the harder episodes we've covered in terms yeah. of, do I like it or I not? I am still very much undecided. Because, yeah. again, there is a lot of clever and fun stuff, like Sister Agatha saying, okay, I never thought I would ask this, but um, what happened after you were murdered? Yeah. They, you know, is there's little things like that that I think are just so fun. And then it's followed up with, you are what you eat. 
It's like, oh, come on. Yeah, yeah. You know? (laughs) So it never quite... So I'm not really sure. Do I want to keep watching it? I don't really know. It never really sticks the landing or never keeps a consistent tone. Yeah. For me. So when it's good, I'm into it. When it's bad, I'm like, why am I watching this? Yes. So I think I would scrap a lot... There's no reason for a lot of the CGI nonsense in there. For sure. It would be way creepier without it. Because they show one of the brides later on in the show, and she's mm-hmm. normal-ish like Dracula. Right. But the, they have the ones that are like the more, like he keeps his like old fed people locked up in the basement. Um, That's because they keep coming, they're they're undead. Right. They will never fully die. So he nails them right. down because right. they will terrorize the countryside otherwise but why can't he just kill him he i don't i don't know See, that's, that's not answered question. either because because he kills. Like, because jonathan harker kills himself and he's like nope you can't do that yeah we do like you like we've never tried that before dumb dumb yeah he says only somebody else can kill you and it's like well then yeah you bring up a really good point why hasn't he killed all these undead locked up in his basement unless he's planning a, a an army of crazy things because because mm-hmm. what happens at the end going back to the whole mm-hmm. invitation thing so what I like about the show, going back to something I do like about it, and what is kind of the temptation, the carrot on the <laughs> stick for me a little bit to continue, mm-hmm. is we find out certain things work against Dracula. Right. But they don't tell you why they work. Yeah. So like a crucifix works and he clumsily, another one of those kind of dumb lines, but yeah. like, because you already kind of inferred it, yeah. he's like, it works, but not for the reason you think it works. And yeah. she said... When they don't need that line when she says, mm-hmm. it works, but he doesn't believe in yeah. God. So, so why does this work? So why does this work? Is he just afraid of the letter T? Like, yeah, I don't it's know. not the power of faith that scares him. Yeah, and she's like, they do have to be invited in, but why? Yeah. The son kills them, but why does the son exactly. kill them? And she had put the host sacrament uh, mm-hmm. communion wafers. As a line, and he couldn't cross and it. He couldn't so why? It couldn't it's cross. just bread. Yeah, exactly. So if he doesn't believe that it's actually yeah. the body of Christ, why is he able to do that? Yeah. So that kind of I'm like, okay, I want to see where you're going with that. Yeah. About. And then they kind of ruined their own rules. I mean, you you mentioned it earlier, right? But in this one, this is what really sealed it for me. I was like, you cannot make this rule and then blatantly step all over it like this. So he, this is going to be a big old spoiler. Yeah. Um, but there's so, really I, no way we can discuss this without all of these spoilers. Yeah, I mean, like... Uh, and I apologize, but if you're going to watch it, you're going to watch it. If not, you know. Yeah, well, and I think, uh, I mean, A, we're giving you a little bit of spoiler alert here. Mm-hmm. And B, in context of what our show is, of, like, what yeah. should you keep going, Yeah. I think it's important. Okay, so Dracula ends up getting into the convent. He's invited in by Jonathan Harker, Which as we previously BS. stated. As previously stated. <laughs> And Mina and Agatha are the only two left alive. They're surrounded by their sacrament of bread, sort of like the circle of salt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Jonathan Harker walks in, and he's like... Cause, and she thinks that he's dead because he, yeah. she had watched him stab himself. And because he stabbed himself in order to not to kill her, she thinks he's a good guy. Right. And so she's like, no, no, I'm inviting you, Johnny, inside my circle. Right. But... But then she says, why aren't your eyes why blue? Why aren't your eyes blue? And it turns out... Dracula is inside Johnny's body, but I'm like, that defeats the purpose. She only invited Johnny in, not Dracula. So Dracula shouldn't have been able to cross that line. Exactly. He should have been stopped right at that line, and the body of Johnny just fall forward. And I wouldn't have even had a problem with that Mm -hmm. had they not clearly established that just earlier. There's a scene where all the nuns are gathered. Yes. He's butt naked, waving his wang. Oh, that scene is perfect. I love the acting on everybody's everybody, part. Everybody, I mean, that was some bold acting on Everybody his part. did amazing. That was an incredible scene. Oh, I loved every second again, of that. Again, I would watch this episode just, like, just I would urge scene. you to watch it. I'm not even going to go into too much detail yeah. what happens. Yeah. But the main thing is he's behind this gate mm-hmm. and... Um, he's trying to get into the he's combat. trying to get in, trying to get an invitation. Yeah. Agatha opens the gate. Yeah. Which I was like, is that an invitation if you open the gate? But I guess not. No. But then she says, specifically, she says, I want you to know you are not invited in here. Yeah. You specifically, I do not invite exactly. in here. She was like, I knew it wasn't the iron that kept you out. Right. You could easily bend that and slip right through. Right. 
<laughs> but then she was like later, she was like, wow, I didn't think that would work. Yeah. That's what's fun about her. She's like yeah. testing things and like yeah. risking other people's lives in her own yeah. for her little like for her scientific yeah. curiosity, yeah. which is great. Yeah. But she says you specifically. So mm-hmm. it sounds to me like it has to be a specific invitation for a specific person. Yes. And, and, we, and, and then, then Mina when Mina says specifically, specifically says Johnny, I'm inviting you, Johnny. Yeah. And she, you know, put him in a body. That bag. was that was way too specific. It's not like one of those vague monkey paw wishes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know that could be interpreted, interpreted any, any, any which way. Yeah, exactly. But if she, she had, if name. she had just said come you in. can come in, come over here, I would have taken that. Yeah. Definitely that he could that Dracula could be hidden in Johnny's body and right. that would be fine. Right. But the fact that she says you Johnny. Yeah. That broke it. That breaks it. Yeah. I don't like rules being broken when they've been made. Ma- you have to establish the magic that's happening here. Exactly. For us to believe it, we have to have some kind of grounding. Mm-hmm. And the invitation thing over over all the ones that yes. were That one was nailed down. Yeah. It was specifically nailed and down. And it took 30 minutes for them to explain this invitation. Yeah. And then they just like... And then they just poop on it at the very end. Yeah. I felt it was pooped on. I mean, I'll even give you that maybe a vampire can invite another vampire into a house, etc. Right. It's just an He invitation. had been staying there for a while. Uh, what I'm going to say... And he said he was never going to leave. I, I personally... I personally think that's mm-hmm. BS. But if that's what you want to write into your show, well, I don't... I could argue against your belief here. Because Jonathan Harker said that he was never going to leave. And that he was going to stay here forever because this was the only place he felt safe. But he's dead. But he says he's staying there forever. So technically that makes it his home. Okay. But he's still dead. And he's yeah, a vampire. But, okay. But it's circumvented a bit. There's a loophole. Okay. Okay. Uh, There's a loophole. Okay, but there go, is I'm no loophole with Johnny. There is no loophole with Johnny. No, there is a loophole. Okay. No loophole with Johnny. I agree with you there. Okay. But here, I'm going to go back on your thing. Okay. 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 I will agree with you <laughs> that... He says he wants to stay here. Therefore, that kind of gives him a a, a dominion or an ownership of that location. And mm-hmm. you can now even just even, like any of the nuns, even as an undead. However, OK, he's specifically told he is not a vampire yet. OK, he is undead. But then mm-hmm. he drinks Mina's blood and becomes a vampire. At that point, I don't think a vampire can invite another vampire in. an undead. Not quite turned. Maybe. A vampire. No, because it's still it, his it, home. The, the it's still his anarchy. home. It's, it's pandemonium. <laughs> That's it. We're going to get divorced. I can't agree with I you can't on that. Do this We're anymore. done. We're done. Podcast over. I'm sick of this. I'm sick of having the same <laughs> argument every night <laughs> about invitations for vampires. Okay. Do written invitations work? No. Okay. It has to be spoken out loud. I don't know. Okay. So. Well, we know how we sort of feel about it. Right. I'm going to ask you if you should go to series. But I want to kind of give you some ideas of what other people have said about this show before you answer. Okay. Well, well, maybe we should answer now. Should we answer now? Yeah, go ahead and answer now, yeah. Because part of my answer is based on what they say. Oh, no. Okay. So do you want to answer first? Based on me, I think... Based on just this episode. Based on just this episode, I think... There is an audience for this. Right. So I would go ahead and let it go. Because I think some people really do like hokey horror with weird, gory effects. Well, it is kind of based more on the... It's not really based on the novel at all. At at all. No, no, at all. But I would say I do enjoy fun horror, like Hellboy. Well, it's more... But this felt just too... Hokey. Hokey is the only word I can use. It's more in tune with hammer horror pictures, with like Dracula, Mm -hmm. 1972 AD, like kind of the more cheesier 70s. Right. That's where it's drawing a lot of its inspiration. There's some direct homages to Mm -hmm. it. There's direct homages to a lot of different vampire cinema out there in it, uh, or Dracula specifically. So, like, stuff like City of the Dead with Christopher Lee or whatever, you know, like that. Love that one. I feel like this... show is drawing more from that but mm-hmm. like kind of how M. Night Shyamalan once said he tries to do B movies with like A, a flavor? A flavor. <laughs> okay. Like he tries to take a cheesy 1950s mm-hmm. like science fiction movie and make it like 
real. Like, okay. if I get good actors, mm-hmm. we write it better and do everything. Now, what, whether you like M. Night or not, this, no, never mind. That's what, what he says he's doing, and that's what I think they're doing here. They're okay. taking, like, a, a cheesy horror movie, trying to update it and actually make it right. scary. like Ninjas versus Werewolves in the Doctor yeah. Who episode. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But, yeah, but trying to make it legit. Right. So, based Or, just, like, Velocipaster. Based just on this episode, okay. I would say, yeah, make it a series. Mm-hmm. Don't make it a miniseries. Make it a freaking, make it last forever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because if you're, especially if you're taking all those other other Dracula movies as inspiration, right. you have like so much you could go with it. But don't mess with the rules you establish. That's the thing. You got to. I it. don't like rule breakage in paranormal movies. I don't like people breaking the rules. Period. Well, you can break the rules. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> so, but, but what did other people say? Well, a little different than normal. I didn't pull one or two reviews. Okay. I just pulled either the title of their review mm-hmm. or a part of their review okay. from many people. Okay, why? And I want to see if you can catch a common theme oh, no. with these reviews. There were no boobs. <laughs> Not enough boobs. That was a common theme. <laughs> okay. What happened? And this is the whole series altogether, not just this episode. Oh, okay. It had a weirdest ending. Okay. What begins in brilliance ends in a train wreck. Oh, God. From sublime to ridiculous in three steps. Oh, yikes. Gets worse and worse with each episode. Oh. Don't watch the last episode. Oh. From excitement to eye roll in just three episodes. Oh. First episode, great. The rest, utter crap. That's it. Wow. It sounds like it really went downhill. Which, okay, so based on this episode, just as it is, I want the series to continue. Yeah. Based on what those people said, that sounds like a freaking challenge to me, and now I want to watch them all. (laughs) I want to see what what happens. That it crashes and burns so badly. Yeah, I kind of need to find out what happens now. Well, maybe for Halloween. Okay. I don't really feel like watching more. Right. I mean, like, I would green light it, but I don't think I want to watch it. Personally, you don't want to watch it on a week-to-week basis or right. binge it. I'll just watch it for Halloween. Like, yeah. you know, because I always watch dumb, hokey horror stuff for Halloween anyway. Right, right. So this would be right up the alley. And it's like yeah. a little trilogy. It's a yeah. three one-and-a-half-hour movies. Um, oh, it's only three ups? Yeah, it's only three ups. They're all an Wow, hour and each. they went so badly in the next That's what they were saying in three steps. Wow. It went from brilliance to, to garbage. Whoa. So, okay. like I said, that... That makes me intrigued. Right. But not in a good way. So so I want to, if it was just based on this episode. We need episode, to drink zombie juice and, and watch the rest of these for Halloween. Right. Yeah. Based on this episode, I want to watch it. If I thought they were all going to be like this. <laughs> based on what they said, now I want to watch it. Not just for to a good watch reason. it burn. I just want to watch it burn. <laughs> I want to see this like train wreck happen. Yeah. So uh, keep that in mind. So I thought that was okay, but that was like out of a lot of reviews, and a wow. lot of people were saying the same thing. Oh man! Wow. Yeah. How does it go bad so fast? So what do you think would make it work? Like, what do you think it needs to do? I think. Well, I think we've kind of covered it. Get rid of a lot of the CG. Get rid of the hokiness. Get rid of the hokiness. You don't need it. It, it didn't like really Agatha work. can be hokey because that's who she is. Right. But let's let's not do that with everybody else. Right. Yeah. Like, you know. Keep. A mystique around Dracula. It's like, yeah. th- when we first are introduced to him, he's like this old, mm-hmm. frail man. And as he gets more power, he gets younger and younger. Yeah. And we find out he takes a lot of, like, he loses his Hungarian accent yeah. the more he drinks Jonathan's English blood. Yes. But he becomes more goofy, too. Yeah. And I I liked him. I thought he played Sinister better. Yes. Now, the scene at the convent in mm-hmm. front of the gates where he's naked, that was covered perfect. in blood. That was perfect. That's a good example of being over the top and still scary. Yeah. That yeah. was good. Yeah, that was good. I love that. But some of the little dumb jokes that mm-hmm. came up just, I don't know. They were eye rolling a yeah, bit. Yeah, that was the problem I had with this. I'm, I was really on the fence about it. I was really torn because right. I was like, there are parts that are excellent. And then there are parts that are just so stupid. Yeah. And I just had a, a hard time trying to... It's like an emotional whiplash, really. Right. <laughs> it's, like, yeah. it's like sometimes you're going really fast and then the brakes are immediately applied. Right. And you're slamming your head into the windshield because you have no idea what just happened. So, yeah. So, it's good. I recommend people watch it. Mm-hmm. And especially I would recommend people... I know it's February right, right. now. 
But I especially recommend it if you want to watch it, watch it in Halloween. Oh, yeah, watch it for Halloween. It's not so scary. If you're not, like, into horror movies, it's not so scary that it's unwatchable. No, But it's a good kind of, like, I feel like it would be a good lead into Halloween if this is what you want to do, if this is how you celebrate your Halloween month, Mm -hmm. which we do. I've only ever screamed out loud in one movie. Which one movie was that? God, I really don't want to admit to it because it was really just a jump scare. I think I know, but go ahead. It was Overlord. Overlord? Yeah. And I knew that zombie was going to come out. (laughs) I knew it. And still, what it does, I jumped and screamed. (laughs) And I was like, oh, God, that did not just happen to me. (laughs) In a theater, I don't know. I know I've screamed in movies because I'm a big big scaredy baby. But but my favorite is I loved... When we were playing the game Until Dawn. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I can't even play. I can't play scary games. No, I can't either. I've been trying to. And like, I, every Halloween we buy a new scary game and we're like 10 minutes in. Nope, nope, no, we're done. I can't do nope, this. I no, can't do this. Done. <laughs> Abort. But we did get quite far into Until Dawn until you found out it until was about Wendigos. Until I found Wendigos. it. Yes. When, once I found out it was about Wendigos, I was like, we're done here. Oh, spoiler alert for we're that done. game. It's still worth playing, though. Yes. But that game, you and I were screaming. It was fun, though. <laughs> Yo, we were having, like, a lot of fun. It was so much fun screaming. playing that, screaming at <laughs> so, it. So, but this isn't that. This no. isn't that scary. But when Wendigos were introduced, I was like, no, I'm, I'm done. This you, is not fun anymore. You know what, but <laughs> this you know is going to terrify me. But you know what's crazy about that <laughs> hmm. for me? Wendigos are basically vampires. I don't really like them. <laughs> I know, but I mean, like, they're essentially the same creature. They're a human no, that no, eats another human and then no, becomes a monster. And no. then when they eat other people, they become... No, there's a difference. Vampires can be sparkly. There is nothing <laughs> you ever You haven't seen good. Wendigo, the bedazzled no, ne- Wendigo. There is nothing cool about Wendigos. <laughs> they will never be nice. They are hideous monsters. They're people who just hide in forests and eat you in order to survive for years. I don't know. There's just something really, I don't know, scary about them. And I cannot, I cannot deal with it. And when Supernatural had that episode, I nearly lost it. Because they're real. Because they're real. Wendigos are real. I think, I think (laughs) that's why they scare me so much. The whole point of this is Wendigos are real. (laughs) It's for you to get out there, get a platform so you can Get into your Wendigos are real platform. Wendigos are real. I don't, I don't know. Here's a part of me that really does believe they're real. They scare the crap out of me. Werewolves, your parents, no. Zombies, no. No. Wendigos. Wendigos. Because they're I real. Lo- I love the fact that that's the, that's the one thing that gets you. That's, uh, oh, God, they're terrifying. That's I can't crazy. handle them. Cannot. Yeah, I don't like mer people. <laughs> <laughs> The Little Mermaid's your nightmare. Yeah, oh, my God. Ariel, tell me. She scares me so much. She scares the crap out of me. Anyway, <laughs> Piloting the Pilots releases each Tuesday and can be found on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. As always, you can contact us with any questions or rebuttals on Twitter at Pilot Pilots or at our email address, pilotingthepilots at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Next week. Oh, and I wanted to send a shout out to the listener who made cherry scones. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Awesome, thank you very yeah. much for because cooking is like alchemy. <laughs> you know, yeah. you're not making a philosopher's stone, but you are making something to live longer. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Cooking is alchemy. Yeah, it's yes. magic. It's magic. <laughs> Next week we will be watching. Hold on. Well, we have a, a list coming up. You yeah. want to give the the future list? Well, I'll give you I'll give you some uh, some of the the ones that we have coming up here. Okay. Gentified, mm-hmm. altered carbon, mm-hmm. Queen Sono. Ooh. Those, oh, an October faction. Those are all going to be coming up on okay. Netflix. We got Jack Ryan coming up, uh, and our next cast for Van Dien movie, which will be coming in between those, mm-hmm. is Fire Twister. Yes. So. So if these are things that you want to watch along or you want to know, mm-hmm. uh, so Fire Twister yeah. may be difficult to We've get. been I don't leaning know. more toward Netflix, but that's because they're the only ones putting out quality TV. It's not so much as they're putting out quality TV, <laughs> but, but they put out a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of people have Netflix. Yeah. And now, I, what I like, okay, 
little little advertisement for Netflix because that big Netflix bucks we get for we, we for don't this. get any Netflix this is, bucks. This is why no. we don't have to advertise people. <laughs> then Netflix just like make it rain on us. No, no, they don't know we exist. What I like about Netflix, mm-hmm. just in general, not just their TV shows but their movies as well, right. is they get an they give an opportunity for a lot of different types of stories to right. be told. Yeah, a lot of like the movies they do would not probably be successful mm-hmm. in the theater. Right. But by virtue of what they do, they're allowed to do a lot of different stuff. Yes. Sometimes it works, sometimes mm-hmm. it doesn't. But I really do like what Netflix has kind of turned themselves into. Yes, I agree completely, which yeah. is why we're leaning more toward a lot of Netflix episodes yeah, and exactly. TV shows and stuff. Yeah, they're just a little bit different yeah. than because just... Because they the... also had the Santa Clarita Diet, which is one of my favorite shows of all time. Right. So, yeah, so next week I believe... We're going to be doing Gentified. Yes, Gentified. Okay, yes. so that's going to be next week, mm-hmm. and that is a Netflix show. So check it out. Yes. You know, if you feel like it. So anything else new and exciting? What what recipe do you have for them? What alchemic <laughs> thing? Blood sausage. Okay, made from? Blood and, and sausage. sausage. <laughs> Such a dork. <laughs> No, really, I have nothing you for this episode. It did not make me hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Good time to go on a diet. <laughs> uh, well, we got to run away from the Wendigos now. So have a great <laughs> week. Stay safe and watch Gentified. Bye. We love you. Bye.